It's um, year. the year you were, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, oh. the, your birth year. Okay, okay, it's this. Right now, it's 22 to mm-hmm. 37. Okay. So everybody below 22, you are not a millennial. And everyone above 37, you are not a millennial. I don't care if you're 38. Okay. Uh-huh. Rare. <laughs> no, they're trying to get out of here. Yeah, I was claiming. So that's 1981 to 1996. Yes. yes. And so... Yeah, so let's get that straight because they be putting us with them other people, Generation Z, acting like we the crazies. eating oh, Tide Pods and stuff. We no. ain't doing that. We not out here doing that. Generation <laughs> Y. Why? Yeah. Well, it? Oh yeah, Generation Y. No, we. No, I'm saying we are millennials are Generation Y. Oh, so what's below us? Teach me something. Um, X. Generation X. Oh, why they call us millennials? Is it talking about like the the people older than us? Generation X is above us. Yes, above us, and then below is Z. Is Z, Z, and yes. we're millennials. Yes, so we're but we're y. called X, Y. Y Z. Mm-hmm. Why are called millennials? Because like I guess name. X is like the Roman numeral ten, and know. girl, y'all don't look me lie to y'all. Somebody, I, I don't hope we ain't sounding stupid, but I was okay. Anyway, <laughs> no, we are. That's a well-known phrase. Millennials. Yeah, yeah, I know, but I just want to know, like, it's why? Just, but it's just like Generation Y parentheses millennials. It's like just like, AKA, you know, just like because you know, so baby boomers or yes. baby boomers, AKA oh, yeah, a yeah. letter. Yes, I don't know their so letter. They have a letter. What's letter? Yeah. 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 So you right. get a letter and a name. In a name. Well, I like that name. I just want to know where it comes from because it sounds real good. Yes. Sound like we the millennial ice cream or something. Like I would eat that ice cream. <laughs> yes, that's my favorite flavor too. Yes. Is that a flavor? It is millennium. Millennium. Okay. Millennium. Millennium crunch. crunch. There we go. There right. Got to put the See, I it sounded like crunch. ice cream. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now that we got that done. If you're 22 to 37, you're a millennial age. Yes. If you're not, it's okay. We still love you guys. But we're going to be talking about some of the stereotypes that we have and some of the stereotypes that we want to discontinue. <laughs> positive and negative. The positive and negative yes. of our generation. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay? Okay, I'm going to start it off like this because yes. this has been bothering me. Okay. The throwaway mentality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The throw, do y'all know what? I, okay, when I say throwaway mentality, yeah, break it down for the people. What is yes. the throwaway mentality? The throwaway mentality: somebody messes up, mm-hmm. and we automatically, oh nope, I, we ain't listening to their music no more. We not watching their shows. Like no, I ain't messing with them no more. Mm-hmm. I'm throwing you away. Black Twitter has helped with this throughout mm-hmm. the years. Cut them off. You got to cut it. Yeah, that you whole cut it. Mm-hmm. Like no second chances we ain't human out here you're supposed to be superhuman no mess ups no mistakes yes i'm cutting you if you ever yes i'm gonna i, I could guess have... i missed the memo because okay. um, I mean, let know. me give you some examples okay, kanye yes, yes not for everybody even cut off but some people are scared to say that they listen to the new kanye album because they're scared that other people are like why are you messing with this guy who supports trump 
<clears throat> R. Kelly, he should have been cut off a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> Concert still being sold out. Still like. being sold out. Okay, I can't think of nobody else. These are some, these are some bad ones that I do feel like should be cut off. Akashi. He over here. Drake. Disowning oh, kids. Would it be okay? So would it be like the um the companies too? Like the um Oh yeah, like Shea Moisture. I don't know what's it. What is it? Oh yeah, Shea Moisture. Yeah, you're right. Shea Moisture, you know, Shea moisture got cut out. off for a second. H and M. H and M. So Duh. okay, so like those situations. Yes, like we throw it away fast. Okay, well, they mess up. Okay, I'm gonna have to play the devil's advocate. I don't know, but I'm wondering, like, do people still buy the? Like, are people really still Hell going yeah, to H&M? My grandma told me to buy her a whole twelve pack of Dove the other day. I actually ran up on some Dove in my mom's room, <laughs> and I needed some. I didn't have no natural deodorant. Sometimes that natural deodorant don't be working. I'm like, hell, like I need something real quick. But um, so it's yeah. just like a quick, you know, like you know, for the moment, and then it's like after it dies, like let it die yeah. now. To be honest, like. I don't know. Like people are, some people are like really gun ho, mm-hmm. but I think the people who aren't gun ho just don't be putting it out there like that. Because to be honest with the H and M thing, I still haven't yet to step foot in H and M. Like it's been a while. It's yeah. been a, a long time, and that's why I ain't got no new dress pants yet. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I'm wearing the same Girl, ginger pants. Forever Twenty One been doing me justice. Fashion Nova. Oh yeah, yeah. Fashion Nova. Okay, <laughs> Fashion Nova. Your Express. You know, Banana Republic. Right, right, right. But H and M had them dang joints for like ten dollars. That's why I've been on my clatchet. Fashion Nova. But it's all good. I still have some. But so, have y'all not been to H and M? I'm not going to lie. stepped foot in there. <laughs> I peaked but in there. And I didn't buy anything. And I, I was like, anything. maybe because the energy, y'all, because they even created bad karma for themselves. Yeah, so. that's true. Okay, what about Shea? See, I was never mad at Shea Moisture, to be honest. I've mm-hmm. been doing a lot of braids and sew-ins lately. <laughs> so. I ain't really needed no twist-out. Yeah, I haven't needed any Shea Moisture. To be honest, I did. I did kind of cut them off. I stopped buying <laughs> their product. I did stop buying their product, but it wasn't because, you know, remember when Shea Moisture had the whole thing, they were like showing the white girls and the mixed girls right. with the curly hair, but mm-hmm. they wasn't showing the black girl, uh-huh. but, the except the dark and melanated 4C hair queens, yes. but that was just like one commercial, mm-hmm. and then they had other commercials with it, mm-hmm. so then when it was black owned, I didn't stop buying their products, when they sold to, uh, a, I don't know if they're white, when it was yeah, no longer did, black yeah. owned anymore. Mm-hmm. They, um, that's when I stopped using their stuff. Mm. But, okay. you know, I might go back because, I mean, there are low toxic in, uh, ingredients in there and stuff like that. But I'm not sure. I'd rather support somebody that's black-owned. So. <laughs> so. so going back to the throwaway mentality, is it a thin line between having a throwaway mentality and then standing for something you truly believe in? Because it's like, yeah, these people really did genuinely hurt like I feel like they really hurt some people out there some people really Mm -hmm. felt like stepped on or like they they didn't matter due to the actions of certain like if you want to talk about the Kanye's you want to talk about I think these people hit a nerve I guess if you will and some people out there and it's like because um if you use other cultures for example if you were to disrespect them they would remove their money like and they are like stakeholders in these companies so they were removing huge chunks of money if you don't do something their way so it's like i don't actually think that's true like i don't think it's true between like when i'm always thinking about ethnicity i guess race Mm -hmm. 
Because I feel like when white person does something bad, mm-hmm. they like keep it undercover, you know, or they don't really say anything. They still support whatever. Their shows are still on mm-hmm. air. They're still on radio hosts and things of that nature. Kind of get a slap on the wrist. They get a slap on the wrist. Doesn't mean it's good. They might be like saying behind closed doors, like don't do mm-hmm. this. But as black people, we put our people on blast. Like, nope, you cut off. <laughs> like, fuck you. Like, we're so I got a question though. Roast you. When you say do something bad, it's levels to this stuff. Super levels. So when you say do something bad, if quote unquote white person, I don't even know. Well, okay, I think this has happened. So if white person disrespects their own culture, respects the white culture, then I think they are ostracized out of the culture. Now, if they do something like rape somebody, they're going to put it under the rugs. Or if they do something like kill somebody, they're going to sweep it under the rugs. But, wait, like, give me an instance. Do you have an instance? Because I ain't never seen that happen. With Eminem, their own quote, when he wrote that song about Trump, like, if Trump, he doing those dirty, white people was mad at him, and they, like, denounced him from, like, they was like, you don't deserve, like, people was going in on him on Twitter. Like, you pretty much a nigga. Like, now, after you didn't put this out there, and they was like, we ain't trying to claim you no more. I guess that's just half of them because I know other white people were like cool with this, fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I guess I think that's, I think that's everything. Yes. But you know, there's so. I think it's, it's, it's true for both sides. Like, okay, so we have the Roseanne situation. You know, her she's no longer a part of that show because of the incident or because of the comments or things she said, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And plus, people were going so at their head. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think, I don't know. But keep going. No, I was just going to say that was my one example. And then for the other side, mm-hmm. I think of just Trump and his presidency. So let's say, you know, if Obama did some of the things that he did, mm. they probably would have kicked him out. Like, I, I get, you know, your oh, point. Yeah. Like, if we My do the point. same thing, yeah, to, to your point. Yeah. You know, if we kind of do the same thing that someone else is, that we're penalized much more harsh than... Than other know, cultures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we even penalize ourselves more than... I feel like we even penalize ourselves more than other cultures as well. Mm, and I don't know if that's a bad thing or not. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like, for me, the way I, my throwaway mentality is, because I believe I do have one, mm-hmm. and it, there's levels. So like Cosby, he's a, like a rapist, apparently. Mm-hmm. I throw him away, but I don't throw his, his show word. away. Yeah, his but people take, like, people want it taken off. Like, even black people yeah. want it taken off. I mean, even think about the Me Too movement, you know, all these women mm-hmm. and, you know, That's other true. actors and people coming out about, you know, directors who, like, mm-hmm. why, why now? Why now? And you know so. what? A lot of these women, they come out a long time ago. It's just now being heard. Yeah. Like, I remember someone was talking about Harvey Weinstein. It's like, I, I did say something, but mm-hmm. I told, I told, they're like, I told my assistant, I told... Other people mm. and everybody's just like, oh, that's just something that I'm happens. Pushing it under the rug, brushing it under the rug. So people be asking like, oh, why mm-hmm. do you speak out? I'm sure I people spoke out against Cosby too, but it didn't come out big deal until you know social media came along. So I don't know the throwaway mentality. I think it's a good thing and I think it's do a bad we keep thing. It? Do we? Is it because you know? even thinking about how they threw away Michael Jackson when and then comes out, um, come turned out it wasn't even true. That was in our generation, though. And that went our generation. So it's like, this this has been passed down from generations, I guess you could say. We could agree. You know, I don't know. I don't remember what happened. But I remember we was always listening to Michael Jackson in our house. The allegations of him <laughs> raping the little yeah. boys. And I remember my my family my was, was kind of... Yeah. I think my family it. believed it for a minute. Mm-hmm. And 
like I think I was the only one in my family, Jim Michael Jackson. They like he raping little boys, and then the whole Cat Williams yeah, comedy the jokes, came out. Yeah, the, the comedy. Yeah, it just went far left from that, and it was just like and he was even saying it in his songs. Like I can't believe my own people would yeah. uh, do this to me. Like he's like from the land of which I came. Y'all are the people that's turning y'all backs on me, and we are the same. And it was just like so. I guess it kind of does go back to that whole throwaway mentality. It's like. Mm-hmm. So it was just point? the thing. It's like you don't know the facts at the end exactly. of the day. So it's just so weird. You don't want to throw away someone based on what somebody else is saying. And I think, like in our, I think in every generation, like people's. I was thinking about this today. Like people really, you have to be careful of whose perception you take on. Mm-hmm. I really believe that you need to get your perception for yourself. Because you could tell me, even though you would never do this, you could tell me basically like, hey, this guy, he ain't no good, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. And then I meet him and he's like a great person. Right. So it's just like, you could have, and that could be my soulmate, and you could have just messed that up because your perception of him was different mm-hmm. than my perception. You know, I mean, based off different people, like, of course, I would listen to my best friend because she wants the best for me. But other people might just be putting stuff in your ear Mm -hmm. and you don't know because they rub them the wrong way. And they say it's power in the masses. When more people believe it, it seems more like the right thing to believe in. So Mm -hmm. when more people, the masses started believing that um, Shea Butter or Dove was doing the most, then it, it makes it that much easier for everyone to hop on the bandwagon and be like, this is bad, because if you are that one soul that step out and be like, no, then your, your voice could kind of get trampled over. So your reputation, like, Your oh. reputation, like, especially, like you were saying, those are kind of timid to even listen to Kanye because of... Or post it. <laughs> or post that they're listening to mm-hmm. it. Or just um, criticize for like, like oh, so you start losing followers? Cause, yeah. Oh, you go, oh, you with Trump now? With Kanye? Like, nah, right. I just want to hear like, like, and that's and that's the thing. Like, I don't know, we, we especially with words. I guess we just have to respect people's um, beliefs and, and opinions. Yeah, I just feel like everything is not going to be for everybody, and that's just it is what it is, and that's okay. Like. You don't have to like Kanye, and you can like Kanye. You don't have to like Drake, and and I can like Drake. It, it just doesn't matter. It's just it's a, it's a seven billion of us in this world. All seven billion people ain't gonna like you. It's always gonna be that 50, 50 not even fifty fifty, that split between the two. That's who's going to support you and who's not going to support you. So that's why you always pray for those that are meant to support you. They will be on the the bandwagon, and they gonna cut for you like no other. That's very true. But we do be looking at people sideways when you see they support something. Like, <laughs> I be looking at some of my old high school teachers like, oh, so you voting for Trump now? Like, that's, what you, oh, that's how you really think about us. So it's just like you do be looking at people sideways. True. But you're right, you know. We have to let our guard down and be like, just because they vote a certain mm-hmm. way, just because they might agree, doesn't mean that they're a bad person. Mm-hmm. It really doesn't. Because they might be thinking this. I don't know what they think. I don't know what they think. <laughs> Are we good on throwaway mentality? What yeah. What's the verdict? Keep it or <laughs> decline it? I say keep it because that's free freedom of speech. Freedom of speech. Yes. Because everyone has the right to support something or not to support something. It's like you can't force me to support something that I truly don't believe in. But that's just my opinion. I say keep it because me and Drake, we ain't cool right now. I want to fight him. You want to fight Drake? Yes. He threw his whole son away. Let's talk about that. 
But the famous quote is, I wouldn't hide my son from the world. I was hiding the world from my son. That's some BS. Hey, I don't know. I don't. I that's that's my personal. <laughs> I mean, I I still jams his whole entire album, but still, I'm mad at him right now. And who's yeah. to say I won't be? I probably will forgive him later on down the line when he drops something really hot. But right now, yeah, I just I just I'm like if you would hide a whole human being from the world, what else would you? It just it's just like a character. That doesn't mean though that he wasn't there for his child i know i know you know what i mean so just because mm-hmm. you don't display like some people hide their relationships because they don't want other people in their in their business or they're trying to protect them because they're celebrities i like me and jeremy were talking about earlier today like Charlemagne hid his wife and his kids mm-hmm. for a long time because you know how big a personality Charlemagne is and how many people come in at his head he wants to protect his family mm-hmm. so that could have been the case for drake yeah and so then i was listening wait, to the radio wait, today out. cardi b and um Offset, they're married. I don't know if a lot of people knew mm-hmm. that they 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 like secretly got, yeah, got married, but we still knew that they were dating. They wasn't <laughs> these mystery. Like a people. lot of people thought she had a baby out of wedlock, mm-hmm. and, but according to apparently, but so with Charlemagne the guy, so nobody even knew he had a wife. People actually, I don't know. When he finally said he had a wife, I was like, "Oh, you have, oh, you have a whole wife." Like, yeah. you know he, what I mean? He, it wasn't that he denied ever denied it. It just he never confirmed it. He never said it, and then he just said it, but then he never showed her, and then a picture yeah. got out finally. And she's. Beautiful. I mean, I don't care that you don't hide. I mean, you don't show your kids because I still feel like I ain't seen Rummy and Blue. I mean, and Sir Beyonce's kids. So <laughs> I'm like, you know where they at though? So, but we know that they exist. That's the difference. Yeah, like they, okay, they the existed. existence of Drake's kids was like, I mean, child was completely mm-hmm. covered up, hidden. It didn't exist to us. So, granny, like you can let the world you know, let, let yeah, us know you can have a child, but you don't have to show like, your child to us. That's fine if you want to be private, but don't lie and just act like he don't even exist. That's just weird to me because it's like did he lie or did he just not say nothing? Half truth <laughs> is a whole motherfucking lie. But is and, not, and and this might be part of our generation culture. Like, do we need to know every single thing about a celebrity? Like, we really want to be in there. I think that is. You know, I think people <laughs> are just a little hurt because you know people love Drake, and for him to just keep that. I'm from really his fans, not hurt that he I had mean, a baby. Like, I don't care. <laughs> but that goes to show, like, our generation and this you wasn't there. We the feel so connected. To cupcake, I mean, uh, cubicles to co- cocktails to cubicles event that we went to, and she was saying like. People are more apt to trust people and open up to people that when you open up to them. So we got to get down and take these layers off and open up ourselves. Because, like, this just... that was about, I mean, that's true and all, but, like. Because she gave the example. So the example that she gave was, yeah. it was this guy. And I'm probably going to name the wrong place, but he was a Latin American guy. And mm-hmm. um, he went off to his uh, hometown. Let's say he was from uh, Argentina or something. Okay. So he went to Argentina and came back to the office and he was married. And everybody was like, we've been working at this firm with you for like 10 years plus, And we didn't even know you was dating. Yeah. Like now how does, and, and here is when the story even gets to, even more trickier. Not only was he dating someone, he married someone that was at the firm that worked with them. So it's like, and then yeah. everybody was like, dang, I don't know if I can trust you. You're like, y'all been having this thing going on between yeah. over our heads all this time. And like, y'all ain't taking nothing to nobody. Like, 
just shady. That's shysty. It's like, if you do that, like, what else have you been keeping from us? Or would you keep from us? And that's what I feel. I drink now. I was, I was a drink fan. <laughs> and you just get this type of information. Because, okay, y'all. If he was married in a whole relationship with his son still not being revealed to the world. That's my only thing. Between I don't know. But I think, I mean, just think about it. Okay, this is a hard time for him. So you have to think, he is under a microscope. Mm-hmm. Like, all celebrities are under a microscope. I know that's what they chose. But it's just like, he's going, he didn't want to probably didn't want to have a baby with a porn star. You know what I mean? But really? now he has to be a marketing genius with all his marketing people. It's like, how am I going to reveal this? And then it accidentally got revealed. Not accidentally. Pusha T found out and <laughs> revealed it. Lot, yeah. he, he might want to reveal it in a different way. And now he's yeah. like, oh, dang, now I have to reveal it this way. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, That's true. life. Hey. He got all eight months, though. Like, Which don't tell us when he was at his sweet 16. Yes, I mean... <laughs> I mean, you got, sometimes you just got to come out with it because you can't yeah. hide that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's always going to come out. Right. That's just like a guy saying, I'm lying to you to protect your feelings. Like, no. Just tell me <laughs> she, the truth. Obviously, Jess is not here for no half-truths, no lies. <laughs> like, even if you're if you a celebrity, she needs to know. I need to know. <laughs> Especially if I'm rocking with you. I just need to know. Like, these types of things. I don't want to know your whole life, but like stuff like that. Come on now, a whole living human, <laughs> breathing human being. Right? You sounded like Chris Rock for a second. Love <laughs> <Dumb> life. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I'm sorry. We went so left. Okay. All right, but well, you're right. I like. Throw I like for yeah. once we're not agreeing with Jeff. This is awesome. All right. <laughs> Entitlement. Mm. They say we in Sweden is so entitled. They say we don't like to work for nothing. We just want to come start first job and we want to be making $50,000. Yes. Why not? Right? Is it bad that we're confident in our abilities and that we know our worth? And that, you know, just because y'all were scared to ask for, you know, the money that you were, you know, we know our worth. You know, it's funny. Okay, so when I got my, not even my first job, like, shoot, my third job out of college or second job out of college my mom was like oh yeah i was making the same um it was thirty thousand dollars like i was making the same thirty thousand dollars when i was your age too but i'm like mama everything is like way more expensive now like me making thirty thousand dollars against you making thirty thousand dollars Freaking then, 30 years ago is not the same. It's not. And then I don't know what this whole mentality, like for the, the generation of before us, of you got to work your way to, like, no. Nah, like, no, I'm smarter no, than you. Yes. Like, no, I'm about to start the bottom. <laughs> I still think. I, I, I agree the with the whole, um, we shouldn't be entitled. Because I think any good thing we have, we, like, I think I'm disagreeing with all of y'all. They try to put us. You know, like, they don't think highly of us. It's like, nah, you gotta, you know. I don't think it's that they they don't think highly of us. It's just like, we gotta put in that work, those, those get the, those years of experience, because whether we know it or not, mm-hmm. we are getting experience and we're yes. gaining wisdom and, and different things. It's just some things you have to just go through and experience in order to learn, know the game yeah. and learn how. Oh, like, true. just imagine when you started working at your job, when the first day, day one, just from today where you are now, 
It's just like now I would feel a lot more confident walking in there and asking for a raise versus the big day one expecting to be paid X amount of dollars. Now I feel like I actually deserve it, earned it. Not saying that's in all cases, though. I'm not saying that in all cases. But sometimes I do think we can humble ourselves down a little. Now I'm not saying <laughs> we got to settle for, for dirt, like 725 but I'm just saying like sometimes <laughs> we can. Yeah, that's that what, I feel cool. like that's what a lot of people want. Like they, I feel like a lot of companies do hire you know, a lot of millennials and you know, giving us yeah, a bare minimum. Mm-hmm. It's just the thing is it just doesn't make sense. Like you're making this much, but the cost of living is like this much. So That's like, true. It's so like how do you? It's not fair. It's like the cost of living is going up, but but the salaries aren't going up. So I think that's where we're getting lost at. Like I can't even support really my like, like support myself mm-hmm. if this isn't and in like your mom dad looking at you like why can't you? I, your age, I had a house, I had this, yeah. I had that. I got somebody at work tell me that. That's true. Y'all's the, the cost of living. Yeah. That's true. For an apartment, it didn't cost fifteen hundred dollars for a one bedroom, for back a one then. For a bedroom, for five hundred square feet. Yes. Right. So just that's because it's thing. close in the city, and it's like no, it didn't cost that back then. So that's probably why you couldn't do all that. Have a car note, and car notes weren't that expensive. Exactly. I'm sure, and car insurance wasn't that expensive. But yeah, I definitely understand. Like. Maybe that's where our sense of entitlement comes from because we want to move out of our parents' house, start our lives, and start actually being moving and transitioning into adulthood. But we can't really be comfortable. We we don't want to be struggling in adulthood. We want to be roach infested place. Right. It's like how do you expect me to live comfortably with this salary that you're offering me? So, and it's just like once you calculate all your but like go through your budget and calculate your expenses it's like okay wait that salary that you're trying to offer me not that i'm trying to, i'm saying i'm too good for it it's just like i just know i can't survive off of that so right right and i, I like that you said that it broke that up but i mean actually so is it bad are we too entitled is it true like do you... i don't think that i think some people are entitled in some okay this is what i actually think it is for us i'm speaking for us so y'all tell me if i'm wrong Okay. I believe that I actually believe that a lot of parents or people above uh, who are older that are mm-hmm. like our parents age mm-hmm. settled actually. Mm-hmm. Like I believe like a lot of them settled, they went into one job and they worked there for 30 mm-hmm. years or something like that. We now are exposed to the entire world on, on our cell phones. Mm-hmm. So we see people could go on trips, we see how people are living, we see all of that and then we say, "Wait, I deserve that too. Like, mm-hmm. why can't I? So I feel like that's like where the entitlement comes. Like, I want to live life to the fullest, and mm-hmm. I don't think that's a bad thing. Right. I think that you just have to make sure you're not. It's not going to get be given, given to, to you. you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going to be. You have to work for it. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's real. So, so that's the thing. You just have to work for. Yeah. What you got? I, I can agree. see that. I agree with. Cause that could be hard. Cause like I said, like I, you all know, I want to move out, but I want to move out somewhere nice, like, and uh, you know, I want to travel and stuff like that. So, is that entitlement or is that just living my best life? I don't. But I don't then know. there, there is a saying that goes with uh. Well, I don't know if this would necessarily apply the whole living above your means type deal. Oh, yeah. yeah, I would say yeah. My grandfather, uh, I think he he worded it as um. 
Like, you know, we have expensive taste, but like, you know, like <laughs> mm-hmm. that low budget. Right, right, right. Like, you not earning enough yeah. to be wanting to be from East Coast, West Coast <laughs> every other weekend. Like, maybe you should stack your coin a little bit more and then you can go get the uh, Gucci and Givenchy and the Fendi and all these other XY things that people. I'm just saying, what our generation yeah. like dudes walking, but he got Ferragamo this on and drinking with Gucci <laughs> and on. And like, priority. like maybe you should invest that into a vehicle or something. Yes. But yes, yeah. I agree. Okay. I do think there's some people who are definitely entitled, but I think there's some people who just want to live their best life. But you have to work hard for it. Like mm-hmm. you have to freaking grind. People out here who really got it, right, got right, it. Right. They are working hard. They are yeah. doing their thing. Mm-hmm. And it's also different in this too people are actually doing what they love more and sometimes when you do what you love more you're not you, you can't make a, a lot of money from it starting off so if you're like an engineer of course you're going to come in making seventy thousand mm-hmm. dollars but me personally i don't love engineering like i like uh communication so nobody's gonna be paying you seventy thousand dollars just to talk right off bank mm-hmm. unless you're working super hard so it's also the career choices that we make mm-hmm. as well because like my mom graduated with computer science degree she worked for IBM, so she of course got in with the higher salary. So it's a lot of different things. Yeah, different variables that we also have to look at as far as the entitlement mm-hmm. thing goes. So yeah, I do agree there. So it's a thin line between entitlement and knowing your worth. Yeah, yeah. You should want to live your best life, but you have to earn your best life. Earn. That's what it I is. Love it. So that's I what love it is. It. I think that's what it, you just hit the. Hammer on the nail, <laughs> hammer on the head. Because they say that we want this entitlement, but we not working certain, it's a yeah. good number of us, of millennials that are, and we know so some of them, we have friends, and I've even been that one that say I want all this, but not putting in that work to mm-hmm. have all of that, or and we haven't earned it. Right. And that's just yeah. simple as it is. But if it's a, a small percentage of us that are actually putting in that work, and that's why we feel like, hey, I deserve, as hard as I've been working, as much as I've been doing, I know I'm worth more than that. I just right. can't settle for that. I'm sorry. Yeah, at a certain point, like you're like you saying, like you start building up your skills. And I've definitely seen this like through me starting off. Y'all, when I graduated college, I was making $17,000. Because mm-hmm. I was in AmeriCorps. Then I went up to 24000 Then I went up to 30000 This is just like, this is barely any money like mm-hmm. and now i'm at the point i'm at now which is pretty good but i still want more because <laughs> yeah. now i know my work you know i know work. okay i've been working a year here i'm actually doing a lot i actually deserve way more than really yeah. but yeah. i can say that with confidence not i feel entitled to mm-hmm. i just know that i'm doing a lot mm-hmm. absolutely so what are you doing do you deserve it <laughs> right you just have to really be real with yourself and ask yourself like, yeah, do I really, this, am I working hard enough or am I at this job place or workplace giving the bare minimum home? Like, they don't pay me enough for this year, so right. I ain't going to do nothing. I'm going to do the bare minimum since you won't pay me the bare Or are you going above and beyond um, just on it, doing that, going that extra mile to say, like, hey, I deserve, you pay me what you want, be better have my money. Right. And, and it's the same. Mm-hmm. But and then at that point, then you have the decision. Unlike we used to, uh, the generation before us used to stay where they are, you know, for 30 plus years. But now we know, like, if you you feel like I don't deserve this, I mm-hmm. guess it's time for me to move on because my yeah. worth and your worth are different. Mm-hmm. And if you really are, like, in your 
think about yourself highly or you really feel like you're worth more, then somebody else is going to think the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. yes, and that's a perfect way to end that because I was going to say it's the same thing. The same goes for relationships, you know, anything else. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of times people feel like, like, I deserve a good man. Mm-hmm. You know, but do you really? Do you, you know? <laughs> <laughs> do you really? That's real. That's super you know, real. Are you putting that. out what you want from the other person? So, you know, mm-hmm. we can sometimes be entitled in the things that we want, not just, you mm-hmm. know, job-wise, but in our relationships, too. That's real. That's super real. So what y'all said, is right. it all goes... So keeping entitlement, okay, of course, we're going to do away with entitlement. We're working hard out here. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Well, some of us. I mean, I think it I goes I guess so is it true or false that, that do we believe that millennials are entitled or not? I think it's true and it's false. True. Right. I think it goes with the throwaway <laughs> mentality. It's going to be that percentage of us that <laughs> agree and that percentage of us that isn't, that doesn't, this doesn't apply to. I think we are. I'm just going to say it's, it's true. Yeah. I want to say this. Okay. Yeah, y'all know how I feel. I just Whether it's a it. little bit or, you know. No, yeah. Like, right. it's, it's true. I definitely feel like. In I've one area or, you know, the other. Mm-hmm. No, you're definitely true. right. You're definitely right. You're definitely, yeah. Yep. I'm going to You can't say I'm, I'm not entitled with my money, but I'm entitled, you know, with, you know, my men or, you know, whatever, <laughs> vice versa, you know. No, I didn't even take that back. I was definitely entitled even, like, especially, like, two, four years ago. Yeah. I was definitely super entitled. Yeah. <laughs> So it's true. Super, super. So yeah, I think we know those phases. Sorry. We learned from my mistakes. You know this. This, podcast so, is but this, but this is a good thing, though, of us going through yeah, this and right. talking about this. Like, now other generations can know, like, they know this about us and they know how to handle us or how to approach us. Exactly. You know? So if you right. get a millennial who coming into your office who asking for a ridiculous amount, don't just kick them out or not return their emails, you know? <laughs> not speaking from experience. Because <laughs> I did, I asked for what I thought I was worth, you know, mm-hmm. and I didn't get the, you know, just say, hey, you know, you got to work for it. You know, and you got to start off here. You know, that's not to say that you won't ever get that amount, but this is what we're offering you. You got to take it or leave it. You know right. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like you said, it's what, what what are you putting out, right? So you also just thinking about raises and shit like that. Like in, or if you're in an interview, like I've done this, I've done that, I've done that, I've done that. Mm-hmm. Or even a relationship, you got to kind of like you can't really say it because men are like weird and stuff. But you have to just know like I will do this. I will yes, do that. show them like y'all. Yeah. You know what I can oh, do. Have the world cook. <laughs> oh yeah, church. Uh, 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 uh. Ready to get a street swing. Okay, we ain't gonna find another one like this. We can, we can. So, anyways, <laughs> that went. Well, we can, we can be entitled. Reeling it back. Sorry. Oops. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. 
No, it's that phase. I think everyone has to go through this. Not everyone will. Probably the millennials. We had to go through this phase and then come to that humbling. Yeah, sit down. Be humble. Sit down. Like, real talk. I know. And you know what? To be honest, sometimes, this is just me, to be honest. Sometimes you toot your horn a little bit too much. Really? Okay, people could see. You could work. Let your work speak for yourself. Mm-hmm. But this has been so many times I let other people take credit for what I've done, or yeah. they spoke up more than me. Mm-hmm. So you like have to find that real balance, that balance of like, yes. okay, this is what I have to offer, but this is also this is what I've done, and then then also not like too much. Yeah, like, all right, yes, I know you did that. Okay, yeah. you have to say yes. it five times. <laughs> like you ain't got to send the email to the whole company again. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, yes, so we got to find that balance. Yeah, okay, millennials Ooh. balance, balance. That's what it is. So, <laughs> moving right along. It's, it's a working practice. Okay, oh my gosh. So what's right. the next one? Third one. The know-it-all mentality. Yes, they say we know it all. We think we know dang it all. near hand-to-hand with entitlement. It is. I think it's because we get we get so much information and we are spiritual now. Like, mama, why don't you just meditate? Why don't you leave it to the universe? Like, we <laughs> like... like I've been on this earth way longer than your ass. You better sit down and listen to me. No, what got me is like with affirmations. I was like, mom, you just got to speak life into yourself. You know, I am affirmations. You know, you got to write on the wall. She's like, uh, but all my life she's been speaking into me. Like, I am the head and not the tail, above only and not beneath. You will be great in the land. She was like, this is what the Bible says, but yes. woman. Like, this is what yes. we, I've been doing. I, I been taught you this. Definitely done that to my mom. Been so excited. Like, like yeah. tell her something. She's like, you just not doing <laughs> right? that. I've been doing that. Like, I've been doing that. Like, you think you telling us something. Like, we really got to forget. We really, we really have to really. remember that they were our age once. And I think we forget that. Like, <laughs> we got so quotes like, I, from Instagram. <laughs> this Instagram quote said this. It really got to me. Like, hey, like. But yeah. actually, some of that stuff be helping, though. You're right. It does. <laughs> But I was also telling you this, like, I was talking to Jazz about this. We went to a whole spill. But sometimes it gets confusing because you do be thinking you know. Like, sometimes I feel like I know and then I get confused. Like, I, do I tell my mom this <laughs> advice or not? Am I right and she's wrong? This doesn't seem right. Like, she's yeah. perfect. But sometimes you feel like you have to understand, like, older people aren't perfect. Always right. Your mom's yeah. not perfect. So sometimes mm-hmm. you see stuff and you kind of, like, you get older and you like checking like mama, dad, it's like, like the right thing to do. Like, right. what are you doing? You didn't teach me this. Like, what is this? Yeah. And so it's just like, it's just a weird space to so be in. So I don't in. think it's a know-it-all mentality per se. I think it's just, um, we're human. And we forget sometimes that our parents are human. Granted that they are our superiors or our role models or... Yeah. They are where our main source of advice, but they're still human too, and they can mess up and they can learn still as well. Like they, mm-hmm. you're never too old to learn and never too old to be corrected, but you can't just come trying to correct your mom and daddy and get that backhand. Right. <laughs> but sometimes I think, like we as millennials, think we know it all. Actually, I don't want to say we, because I know we know that you can never know. Like the person who stops learning, what's that quote? Like, person who stops yes. learning knows Start. nothing at all. Yeah, he, um, the man that knows something knows that he knows, he knows nothing, nothing at, at all. Because yes. so, you know, yes. in order to know things, you have to keep continue to learn, learn things because everything's ever changing. So I think for the people who just constantly think they know, no, no, no. 
also like you start to see like yes you do know stuff but they also know things so like mm-hmm. i'm just gonna take my job for example like I, I do social media so this is something that the older people at my job have no clue about mm. so i'm like what are you like some of the things that some things that are go like that go on in the company. I'm like, okay, I could fix this. I could fix that. I could do this, this, and that. Mm-hmm. But you also have to make sure you're not saying stuff or um, downplaying what they've already done. Yes. Like they've already built this up to this, the where this business. Mm-hmm. They've already been like, I'm just adding on what I, like I didn't build this. I don't know how to build this. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm just adding on. So you have to respect. What they've already mm, built. Sometimes yeah. we'd be like, oh, I, I could fix this, I could fix that. But it's like, but look, I built this, like, little <laughs> ma'am. You know what I right, mean? Right, right, right. So. That's so true. We have to humble ourselves. That <laughs> definitely goes to each person brings something different to the table. Yeah. And it's different for a reason. It's mm. different for a reason because I need to know what you know and you need to know what I know in order right. for us to function yes. and for this thing to run smooth. So don't discredit someone just because you know something that they don't know. Because right. just as you know something they don't know, they know something that you don't know as well. And they can teach you a thing of 2 or 10 or 30. Yeah. <laughs> so it's really like, sometimes I think if you feel like you know everything, you're not open to listening. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I already know this. Like, oh, this is a stupid ass idea. Like, oh, why are you talking? Like, can right. I just do my work the right way? Like, you don't know what you're talking about. But then you, <laughs> you set that shit aside and you're like okay what can i actually learn because mm-hmm. this is what they've done like respect what they've done Real. and learn from it because you might be blocking your lessons because you ain't receiving your lesson okay mm-hmm. that's okay that's I think, real. but you you hit something i think that's what it is we just don't listen like it's one thing <laughs> stubborn <laughs> ass millennial exactly <laughs> yeah it's one thing for us to be knowledgeable and be like, okay, I've learned this and you know, mm-hmm. experience certain things, but we gotta just it's a fine like we have to we have to listen. We gotta right. have to listen. Ooh, you definitely right. And going back to us having to listen, we also have to listen to those that are younger than us as well. Cause Very sometimes true. we and, and this is I think the mistake the uh what's the generation above us? Are they the baby? I don't know, maybe we <laughs> The, the ones that are, that have this bone and chip on their shoulders with us millennials, that generation, y'all. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Feel, I feel like they just feel like we're stealing everything. You know, like they're getting older and like we coming in, stepping, you know. Mm-hmm. Stepping on toes yeah. and things. I know. I, what, I think, <laughs> what I think that this will help, and I can't remember who said this. I think it was like, wait, no, not Whitney Houston, y'all. Tina Turner. <laughs> Why did I get them mixed up? <laughs> Okay, Whitney Houston been on my mind, y'all. Isn't it like something going on, like a dev day, birthday, something just passed or something? Okay, mm. anyway. Um, Tina Turner. <laughs> Joe Jackson, Michael Jackson? like what? Michael Jackson? No, okay, but Tina Turner, I think she said, um, we need to understand that we can learn from those that are younger than us because when we have this, we can be taught from a newborn baby, y'all. And I get taught from my students all the time. Like, and, and once you, and I think that's what makes those that have a, a deaf ear to those that are younger and has that I know it all mentality, that's right. what makes you become old and washed out because it you does. don't keep yourself fresh, you don't keep yourself with the end, you don't keep yourself hip, right. so to speak. I know I've been using that word a lot now. I'm like, gotta keep me hip. I'm like, are you 30, 58? <laughs> <laughs> right, because, and, and I think that's what separates those that are, are 
great. The good from the great is because they always have an ear to the streets and they know like they they they's trying to stay tech savvy. They're keeping themselves like with the text messaging, even if they despise it or hate technology age, but they're still trying to work to stay to keep up because if you don't keep up you'll get left behind so yeah always understanding you can learn from someone older than you and learn from someone that's younger than you learning is is infinite knowledge is infinite and you can get it from all sources if you're open to it only but if you have that closed mentality and that i know it all mentality you'll miss out on, on a lot in life Right. I totally agree with all of that. And it's just like a people thing. It's just like a pro tip. Like you have to make people feel wanted or like feel like they're valuable. So if yes. you come into some, like come go to the younger people for advice, go to the older people for advice, go mm-hmm. for your friends for advice. Cause like, Oh wow. You value my opinion. Really? Like, and that makes them a better person, gives them a little more confidence. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh, and it could be someone, it doesn't matter what socioeconomic status they are at. Mm-hmm. If you like tell young men, young black men, like, hey, what do you think about this? What do you think I should do for this or mm-hmm. that? It's like, wow, I have value. Right. It's you like, respect my opinion. Exactly. Like, my voice matters. Exactly. And that's where it starts because a lot of people think that no one cares. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Right. And then that kind of gives them that, um, that's where that insecurity or not feeling confident enough when you're young and, and you're not listened to by elders and they're like, ah, oh, what you say don't matter. It kind of, it can, right. it can lower self-esteem mm-hmm. and it can make you feel like you don't matter in this world or your voice doesn't matter. So. Right. I see it a lot of times with my little nephew. He's six and so perfect and I love him. <laughs> and it's just like, sometimes I hear him say, hey, hey guys, like, what, what are you watching? What are you watching? What are you watching? Like, mm-hmm. sometimes his voice with adults, he's like the only kid around, you know? Mm-hmm. And so sometimes his voice gets washed out, but I hear him. It's like, wait, show JJ what we're watching. Like, he mm-hmm. wants to be included. Like, he right. wants to see and feel invo- involved. So, you know, yes. you don't want to, no one wants to be left out. No yes. one. <sighs> so, yes, I would say we definitely think we know it all. Definitely. But at least we have some, you know, some sense now, I think, after this conversation. Because yeah. yeah. that's something I had to learn the hard way. Not mm. even the hard way. Luckily, I didn't have to learn the hard way. That I, But I just saw, like... I just caught myself like, ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. And we still need the generations before us. We, mm-hmm. we need them, and we need the generations under us. Mm-hmm. And just yeah. like, they need to understand that they need us too. Yes, yes. Definitely. <laughs> and we need y'all. So let's have a mutualism relationship. Yes. Not a parasitic. Yes. All right, next one. And I hate this one. <laughs> Comparison. I like to call it keeping up with the Joneses. Hmm. Comparison. Comparison. Yeah. I that's I, so hard now. I can tell y'all straight up that's something that we do. Hell yeah, especially with social media. That yeah. is like, you just, if you ain't even want to be jealous or envious or try to compare yourself, you be like, dang, we just, she younger than me? Why she got a house, a, a dog, a kid, a husband? Like, what am I doing wrong? Why am I so behind? Why she yeah. an engineer major making twenty five, making seven figures? <laughs> How you get that data problem? Why am I still with my mama? Like, what? like my ring, my hand is real yeah. empty right now. Like, how oh, your hair grow that fast? Why you on your eighth kid and I ain't even had one? <laughs> How your waist so tight? I've been trying to get a tight waist for three years. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <It's>, ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> but that's why you gotta check yourself. You do. You gotta check yourself. And the grass ain't always green on the other side. Really? Like, people got issues just like you got issues with that. Absolutely. Like, I tell y'all straight up. <laughs> so I was like, so straight up, my Instagram looked popping, and it's true, my life is popping. But it ain't always that. Sure you want to wear these sides? Like, eight, eight. Y'all sure? Y'all sure? Want to walk in my shoes? I do that sometimes. And some people get it like really messed up because sometimes it even makes me feel weird. I'll be talking to like a guy on the phone or something mm. like that. And I might sound not my happy self, mm-hmm. and they're like, "What is like? What is this? Like, what, the person what's on Instagram? going on? Like, what's happening? Like, you're always usually happy, and sometimes it's like I'm not always happy, but of course mm-hmm. I'm not gonna put on Instagram how fucking sad I am. <laughs> so like, you know what I mean? So it's just like, yes, I'm happy, but most people don't show their like super super bad times. Like, I'm yeah. not gonna show you with my face up to my acne. I'm like, I would like to, but I'm not that secure with myself to be honest you know so real and i think the comparison it kind of makes us have these unrealistic expectations these per this picture perfect life this imaginary life because as we just seen how um what's the chef he was a chef i don't remember his name but but he just committed suicide suicide. like um, anthony yeah you didn't know the first one Mm -hmm. what Mm-hmm. Damn, all that shit used to be popping too. Mm-hmm. Well, now even though now I don't know, I, I think I was under a rock or something because I I missed that. Yeah, that happened it was back like to week. back. Yeah, it was like week, a week apart. How did I hear it about him? But I didn't hear about. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, but dang, that's really sad. And but these people are are iconic figures, and they have these amazing lives, and it's like we're striving to be like. Not even be like them, but like have these grand lives, and it's just like every every person's life have whether you have a million in the bank or negative thirty in the bank, mm-hmm. you're still gonna go through some things. You're still going to have those days where you don't feel like your absolute best. So when we compare ourselves to the next man, we don't know they struggle. Just like Kobe said, you want to walk in these size eights? You want to take a walk in my shoes? I'm so happy that you know my size shoe. <laughs> I just realized that, like, dang, that is my size. Girl, we didn't buy you with those shoes. I know, I mean, thank you. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah. So it's like you never know what someone's going through before we compare ourselves with the person that got the house and the dog and the kid and the husband or the wife. You don't know. With their struggle. You don't know their story. You don't know their struggle. You don't know what they've been through. And just as we don't know what you're going through, and we don't know what you're been, you've been through, but I think just kind of checking yourself and that relationship with God is going to help you get through those go-throughs. Man, and you're right about that, because I was thinking about that. Like, I feel like I'm in such a good state right now, like peace, like God is good. God is so good, y'all. Right. But it's just like, and it's not, I'm not living, I live with my mom. Mm-hmm. I make, I work at a job that I love, but I'm not making a lot of money, like mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm pitching my pennies. And, but, and, but then I'm just thinking, but when I do get these, this nice apartment, when I do have a, mm-hmm. a man that loves me and stuff like that, I have to make sure before all that, that I'm at peace because whether really? I'm dirt poor on the street or whether I'm living in the mansion, none of that matters. 
if my head is not right, mm-hmm. if I, my heart is not right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you got to, you think these things might make you feel better. Mm-hmm. Like you think you getting that degree, like you getting accepted yeah. to that school, you getting that man, it's going to make you feel better, mm-hmm. but you have to be at peace with yourself first. Like, first. like you have to be happy with yourself first. You have to be. Cause just think about that. Kate Spade, she had a husband, millions. children, millions. millions, right? These All these things that people want, right. they just want financially stable they mm-hmm. want to be married they want kids you know mm-hmm. but you still are freaking still sad, unha- still unhappy sad. can you imagine that you got everything you want but you're unhappy right <sighs> and that's just like that happiness that true happiness factor and my dad was even just talking about that we were watching mr and mrs smith and i didn't even know that angelina jolie was suffering from uh, anorexia like she had went through that and she it was to the point to at one point that she had to be uh, fed through uh IVs, like the tubes, because it was just like so bad. And I'm like, man, you never know what people are going through. Like and they're this like, iconic, right? Yes. I'm like, but I think in Hollywood, you know, it, it's a lot of pressure to, you mm-hmm. know, look a certain way and you have to keep up this certain image. Right. So it can be hard. But even in the, you know, for us regular people, you know, we, yes. we're com- constantly compared to other students, mm-hmm. you know, we're compared yeah. to our siblings, you know, so it, it's, it's kind of, taught like it's it's also not our fault like we can't help it because it's mm. something that we've been going through since we were younger like look right. at you know you acting up look at someone so they they kid not acting like that <laughs> right you straighten when, up, you, you, when you graduated college yeah. oh such and such daughter had a exactly. job right out of school when she graduated Why, right. what exactly. like, look at your brother you know that he you know if, you, if you're the middle child you have an older <laughs> sibling your older sibling did this they graduated top of class right. you know, <laughs> this percentile and <laughs> Right. Right. Look at you. You know, right. so true. Like, this top athlete, and what are you doing with yourself? So, you know, we're constantly Ooh. being compared to other people. And mm-hmm. I love how you mentioned athletes because when we are, when you are brought up in a sports environment, that's a highly competitive competition, competition yes. comparison yes, exactly. environment. So, you are just like molded for outdoing the next person, mm-hmm. be better. But they say true phenomenons and athletes or stars. They that are happy with themselves, of course, um, we'll have to throw that in there. Mm-hmm. True people that exceed and I mean succeed and reach these great heights, they know that there is no competition. Mm-hmm. They they know that there's only one me, yes. and I can no one can do my craft like I can do my craft. So mm-hmm. I don't need to compete with the outside world or anyone else because I just need to work as hard on myself and becoming the best version of myself and staying in my lane and really exactly. just honing in on being the best at this game that I can be, whatever that game may be, whether it's not even a sports game. But they were even saying that um, the reason why the league, it's so many great, and I'm, I'm gonna go to basketball because I was just having this conversation with this guy about basketball. The reason why the league, um, there's so many great players in college that don't get picked up is because they're trying to be like the Kobe's and they're trying to be like the LeBron's instead of being like yourself because you would just get swept under the rug trying to live in someone else's shadows and trying to shoot they shot like them or and whatever that shot may be if you were a motivational speaker it don't make no sense for you to try to sound like E.T. or um, Marie Folio or Gary B. because they're already discovered give me something new give me something fresh in, 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 in anything they're always looking for the hot new fresh something that we never seen the original something that'll blow my mind away that's what makes you amazing and that's what will eliminate all that comparison if you 
granted you live in it show your parents house you you are happy and you're living in a job a career that you are that truly fulfills you then you don't have to look out and compare yourself to other people because no matter where i'm at right now it's building me and it's growing me and it's molding me for where i need to be and we and that don't look good did she right? say no fucking word she did <laughs> i'm over here like okay like, my heart is yes. on here and i think you said it best like you have to stay in your lane like, my little sister been running tracks. So I'm always hearing, you know, coaches talking. Mm-hmm. So, you know, one thing they always tell them is don't look. Yes. The minute true. you look back, it's that's like you're slowing. Me. Yeah, you're slowing down because you're trying to see where the other person is, right? Mm-hmm. It's the same with, you know, like you worried about the next person. So that's slowing you down. You need to stay in your lane, stay in your play, focus on you. Right. I love that. It's also, you know, her her personal PR, your personal review, mm-hmm. your personal time. Don't worry about everyone else. You know, trying to beat the first. You know, be the one. You know, everybody else in that lane. Worry mm-hmm. about you. Only beat yourself. Yes, you are your only competition. Ooh, so I'm, true. And to piggyback on that, so if you look at, so you got these PRs, and what a PR mm-hmm. is is your personal record. Mm-hmm. And I look at Tiffany' personal record. Say my personal record is is thirteen, and Tiffany' personal record is nine. And I'm trying to get down to a nine. But if I'm so busy focusing on Tiffany's nine. I'm going to keep on falling short and I can be progressing and, and say I run next week and I get a, a, a um, let's say I get a 10 and I went from a 13 to a 10, but I can't even see my own progression because yeah. I'm over here trying to get to your nine. But like, you, that's not good <laughs> enough. I'm going to actually get to the nine. Right. But you just curved off three seconds. Three yeah. whole seconds, like, y'all. And and if you really yeah. just focus in on your personal record and you looking at yourself like, ooh. I was at a 13, ooh, this week I'm at 11, ooh, this week I'm at a 10, and then you'll look up and before you know it, you number one. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly. a fact. You know what that made me think of? Like when you were saying all that, it made me think of that is a God-like mentality. When you're mm-hmm. going against yourself, you are yourself and that's it. Like I feel like it's a more human to think about other people, but it's a mm-hmm. God-like mentality to say, within myself, I have this power to be the best person ever. So it's like, are you having that God mentality or are you just gonna be in your human realm? Living in the human realm if you're thinking about everybody else, cause that's just human nature for us to look at the other person. Did y'all ever listen to the podcast I sent y'all uh, on Hope, Hope City's uh, sermon? Mm-mm. It's okay. That's the one you just recently said? I just okay. okay. no, 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 I haven't. No, they were, he was preaching because he was just basically saying like, we, our perception of reality is wrong. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's like, uh, he was saying some scientific thing that Albert Einstein came up with in the fact that it looks like we're being still, but the earth is going like so fast compared to, you know, the galaxy. So everything's mm-hmm. going so fast, we might look like we're going in slow motion, but we're really going at lightning speed. Yeah. And so he went to say that we are living in our reality realm. Like our reality is skewed yeah. because, mm-hmm. um, because it's just our reality. We are not noticing the other realms that are going on. You know, everything that's working for us, the God realm, what's working in our favor. Mm, yeah. Like, we can only see what we see. So that's what I was talking about with your God-like mentality. You have to know that it's more than what you are is more than what you see that God is working in another realm or the realm yes. that we have not yet tapped into mm. for your good so mm. you comparing yourself to other people mm. is like you're in your reality but God has something so magical like we can't even see 
We can't even see what's going on. We yeah. So really, our vision is skewed. Yeah. What we see is not real. Mm. It's real, but it's not all that there, there is to it. Mm. You know what I mean? But when you tap into your God-like mentality, exactly. that's when your vision becomes tap, real. Tap into it. That's when it becomes real. That's like when that. the competition, it just wow. falls down because... The, and this is, I've used this analogy with y'all in the past. It's like when you tap into God, when you make decisions through God, it's like you put a cheat code on life. Yes. Because, and I said this before, it's like if there, if this room was filled with 100 people, that's still not enough people that can compete with God. You're like right. that's still not even a, mm, that's not even a, a, a minuscule fraction of what the power that God can like really propel and, and move in your life. So when you have God on your side, it's like your possibilities are literally infinite. It ain't no, like, that's why people do these miraculous things and these people achieve these right. things that are like what, what seems like to us because we're living in that human-like state. Thank you. That's why, that's why it's like, Ooh, oh my gosh, how she did this? Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so fucking amazing. Yes. That's why that little meme be going around like, <laughs> oh, with Sierra. And it's like, damn, Sierra, the please tell me what type of bird you're Because she's living in her God reality. And I love when I see people that's living in that, and myself included, living in, and my girls included, living yes. in that God reality. Because it's going to seem like, wow, to everyone else. But it's like, I'm not even trying to compare myself or see what y'all are doing because I'm just, it's just me, God, and this thing that I'm calling life right now. Right. Yeah. It's so true. It's just so crazy. When you said that, yo, know, shout out to Hope City, Jeremy Frost. Sure. He was I love Pastor Jeremy Frost. Oh my God. Hey. Like, I was like, because it's like we be so focused on everything that's going wrong. Like, but in reality, that's not reality. Mm. You know what I mean? It's in crazy. Reality, to me. That's not reality. It's I'm going to tweet that. It's so much more to it. <laughs> And it's just like, that's why, you know that quote I love that I made up? It was like, uh, people say, be realistic. Mm. Like, I am realistic. My reality is just sparkly. Mm-hmm. And that's the truth. Like, the truth. if you live in a godlike rea- mm. reality, it's just like, there's just so much. And it's kind of cool because we can never probably comprehend what is for, for us. But that's mm. the cool thing about it. But just know right. that it's more that meets the eye in actuality. Real. Yes. I guess any last words? I just say, live in your. God force, like, and then, <laughs> like, be one walk, be in complete harmony with God, and all things in your life will make sense. Okay, I will say this our list was uh, mostly, I guess, were these negatives? This is, yeah, basically, like, so what, what are people some say? positives? What do y'all, or do you mm, think some of these were positives? Like or do y'all want to end with some positives of the millennium? I, I yeah, think, I think uh, the information age is positive, yeah. I think it's all, I actually think everything is even though, positive. Even, yeah, the negatives <laughs> that they think about us are actually yeah. what make us who we are. Yeah. Because my I mom, can see that. she always just like, she's like, I think I wish I would have gone after my dreams like yes. like you, you you guys have. And But what I had to tell her is like, you paved the way for us to be able to exactly. do that. And your mom paves the way yes. for us to be able to. And yes. she always say every generation gets better and better. And I'm just so freaking thankful that she was able to have a legacy that she does mm-hmm. to open that up for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, that's real. A lot of these things, like, as millennials, we basically have the world in our hands. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's a magical thing. Like, we could connect with other people from, like, across the world. Mm. And we could find like-minded people and be able to 
like vibes don't lie. So like mm-hmm. I could meet somebody on the internet, vibes are a thousand, like for real a thousand, mm-hmm. and I would feel comfortable like meeting up with them in another city. Like that's right. just me. And that was far fetched at one point in time. Like, mm-hmm. girl, you gonna do what? <laughs> me? Who off the chat room? Right. <laughs> MySpace. Girl. Yeah, now you could like, like I was listening to this girl called Avocados and Honey. She has a podcast. She lives in the Bronx. Like, mm-hmm. I, I just started following her because I just listened to her podcast. But mm-hmm. I just feel like one day we'll work together. We'll do, we'll do exactly. a show or something like that. So it's just don't sleep on the stuff. Like this is a gift that's been mm-hmm. given to us, yes. and it could be taken like. It go bad, bad, or yes. you can use it for your good. And I was just gonna say, yeah. it can't be bad out there. I ain't just telling y'all to go meet up with any and everybody you Please see. Please don't do that. Girls, catfish is so crazy. People not trying to do that, right? I was gonna disclaimer. So I mean, definitely using that wisdom. You don't want to yeah. be naive about anything. So yeah. So uh, what, what what time is it? It's, it's affirmation time. It's affirmation time. It's affirmation time, <laughs> guys. If this is your First time on the Soul Feeling Podcast. First. We why is it always... Why is it your first? <laughs> and don't let it be your last. We want to see y'all from Come now into forever. But we always, 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 always end our podcast with positive affirmations. So what the heck is an affirmation? An affirmation is any statement that you could be using to transform your life for the good or for the bad. So some examples. I'm, I'm po. I'm broke. Mm-mm. I'm... I'm uh, entitled. I mean, uh-uh. you you don't want to be spreading all of these things over your life. That's not something that you truly, divinely want. So instead, let's start saying things and speaking life into ourselves. Things like, I am amazing. I am worthy of all my blessings. Just even in the Bible, it states, let the weak say I am strong. strong. So even when you're feeling weak, don't start be running around here talking about I'm weak, I'm pro, I'm broken, all these things. Instead, speak life over yourself. Say that I am strong. So it's a thousands of you all, and it's three of us, and we are just going to end this show out with our positive affirmations. Mm, mm-mm. I am worthy of all of my divine blessings that are for me right now with this godlike mentality. Please don't the godlike. Right? I was feeling that too. Yes. I am tapping into my godlike mentality. Mm. Yes. I am using my godlike power mm-hmm. to I don't even want to say create. I just want to be like tap in to what all God has for me. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. like, I kind of don't even want to create. Like, I, can you just do it, guys? Because like, you do it best. Like, you do it better than me. Like, why? I'm trying to put your hand on it. Right. right. Just tell God me what to create. Be this life. You be the teacher. You the best life. <laughs> just float it up. Okay, Tiffany, let them know where to find the people. And guys, please share this episode without you all. Use your godlike like force. Force. Whatever platform you are using, like us. Like us. <laughs> like us. Comment. Comment. Share this with your friend or 10 or 30 or how yes. many you guys. Yes. And like shout us out on Twitter, on Instagram, on, on Facebook. We're everywhere. Literally shout us out. We will talk to you. Yes. We will call Come you. you hey. <laughs> yes. Yes. We do prayer circles. And yes. <laughs> meditation. We do whatever you, you want. Whatever you need. <laughs> we got to. But you can follow us on Soul Feeling. It will be a 
huge favor for us if you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or on Soul Feeling SoundCloud. And you can find us on Instagram, basically everything Soul Feeling. Whatever platform you're on, just type in Soul Feeling Podcast and we're there. Share. We love you guys so much. Go out there and be great.